0: And so when I say that seven-figure earners have a lot more efficiency, here's the typical seven-figure earner that I see. They wake up and instead of diving right into their work, this will surprise you, they actually have some type of morning routine where they're setting themselves up for success that day. And after completion of that morning routine, because a seven-figure earner typically controls their day more than a six-figure earner does, then they dive in and they dive in with efficiency. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm going to be weighing in on a question that I get quite a bit, whether it's DMs in my Instagram uh, or whether it's when people stop me when I'm speaking at an event. And that question is this, what's the real difference between six-figure earners and seven-figure earners? What's the real difference between six-figure earners and seven-figure earners? And really, there's a lot of things that are different, but I think it comes down to three main things that I'm going to share with you today. So, the first of those three big differences between six and seven figure earners is the pace at which they work at. Now, let me start by saying this is not like calling anybody out on you don't work hard enough and the other person works way harder than you, but there is clearly a different pace. A seven figure earner has far more balls in the air, so to speak, than a six-figure earner. They typically work much longer, faster hours, and they typically work much more efficiently. Now, a lot of this comes from just sheer experience. You learn with experience how to work more efficiently. You learn from experience how to work faster. You learn from experience how to keep more balls in the air than just doing one or two things. But it's this pace that is one of the biggest differences between six and seven figure earners. I'll give you an example. Your average six figure earner, they might be something like a coach or a speaker or a graphic artist or an editor or something along those lines where they are trading their time for money. And so they may wake up and start working at 7am and do their craft until maybe noon, take a break for lunch, go meet some friends for coffee, come back, do their craft again from three o'clock until seven, go get some dinner, come back and do their craft again from you know, nine until midnight and go to bed. That's a very typical hustle that I see out there when people are kind of working for themselves and making six figures. Now, if you ask them, they're working really hard and they're working a lot of hours. And there's no doubt. I mean, add up the hours in the example I just gave. They're working hard. They're working a lot of hours. But it feels to that six-figure earner like they're working way harder than they are because of the way they've spread out their day. You know, They started work at seven. They ended it at midnight, except there were a lot of pockets of inefficiency In that day. And so when I say that seven-figure earners have a lot more efficiency, here's the typical seven-figure earner that I see. They wake up and instead of diving right into their work, this will surprise you, they actually have some type of morning routine where they're setting themselves up for success that day. And after completion of that morning routine, because a seven-figure earner typically controls their day more than a six-figure earner does, then they dive in. And they dive in with efficiency. They may start their day at nine and they may end at six, which is really only nine hours. But that nine hours is doing three things at once during each hour that they're working. That nine hours is wildly efficient. It doesn't have a bunch of breaks. It doesn't have a bunch of coffee dates. It doesn't have a bunch of anything. It is fast, sweaty, sprint-paced work. For those nine hours that they are working. Now, don't get lost in the nine to six. It might be 10 to eight. It might be 11 to five. Like the size of the container doesn't typically determine your earnings. Don't get me wrong. You have to set a large enough container to be able to do enough work to earn what you want to earn. But quite honestly, the size of the container does not determine if you're going to be a six figure or seven figure earner. It's the pace and the efficiency at which you work with. So take a look at your, your workday and start becoming conscious of it. When you work, are you kind of doing an hour and then going off and getting distracted for a half hour and coming back and kind of doing an hour and going off and getting distracted for another hour and then coming back and doing an hour? If you do that, you're going to be a six-figure earner most likely pretty much forever. But if you can train yourself to put your head down and be massively efficient with your time, you'll be able to become a seven-figure earner without having to change the total number of hours worked, without having to change the overall container that you're doing the work in. So the first big difference is the pace. The next big difference between six-figure earners and seven-figure earners is without a doubt, the type of work being done. And I would classify it as doing versus delegating. Doing versus delegating. Now listen, a six-figure earner and a seven-figure earner, they both wake up one day and they paint a vision for this business and they go out and they start executing on this vision. But here's the difference between the seven-figure earner and the six-figure earner. The seven-figure earner sacrifices some of their profit to hire out the pieces of the job that they don't enjoy doing or that they aren't efficient at doing or that they perfectly well could do, but they realized they could hire it out for less than what their hourly value is. You have to remember, I've I've taught you guys the formula for figuring out what your hourly value is a hundred times if you listen to this show, but it's very simple. To figure out your hourly value, you determine how many weeks per year you'll work times how many days per week you'll work times how many hours per day you'll work. And you divide that total number, typically something like, 1900 or 2000 or 2100 hours in the year, you divide that number into the amount of money you want to make. And so, if you wanted to work for 50 hours, I'm sorry, for 50 weeks out of the year, 50 out of 52 weeks, and you wanted to work five days a week and you wanted to work eight hours a day, that would be 2000 billable hours or working hours. Divide that into your million dollar goal if you want to be a seven figure earner, and your time is worth $500 an hour. And so when I say the biggest difference is the type of work that's done and it's the difference between doing and delegating, if you realize to be a seven-figure earner, you need to be generating work that pays $500 an hour and you're cleaning your house when you could hire that out for $20 an hour, you're losing money and you won't be a seven-figure earner. Or if you are sitting there struggling to put your own website together because you've got the ability to figure it out, instead of just hiring it out to somebody for $75 an hour, you are holding yourself back from being a seven-figure earner because you're trying to muscle it out yourself. And I know you don't want to part with the money, but that's the great irony. Parting with the money is what earns significantly more money. So one of the biggest differences between seven and six-figure earners is the actual type of work that you're doing during the day. It's building a team. It's leading that team. It's helping that team do their job much better. Yeah, you'll still be in your craft. If you're a coach, you'll still do some coaching. If you're a teacher, you'll still do some teaching. You know, if you're an independent contractor of some sort, like a a graphic artist or something like that, you'll still be doing some of that. But what you'll really be doing is training other people to do it in your style, in your image, underneath you. That's the difference between somebody who wakes up on a six figure pace and somebody who wakes up on a seven figure pace is the type of work that you'll be doing. Are you doing more delegating? Are you doing more work generation? Meaning, uh, are you going out there and and selling and creating more sales and bringing more work into the company for others to do, or are you just trying to wear all the hats yourself? If you're trying to wear all the hats yourself, you'll never break that six or multiple six-figure range. You'll forever just be tired, and being you know you'll be proud that you're a a six-figure earner, a multiple six-figure, but you'll never even sniff seven figures if you're trying to wear all the hats yourself. So start to question the type of work that you're doing during the day. Ask yourself, could somebody else be doing this cheaper than what my hourly value is? So if the first one was Pace and the second one was the type of work that you're doing, then what's the third big difference between six-figure earners and seven-figure earners? And that is the scalability of your business. The scalability of your business. And this almost goes back to the, 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 the second thing that we we're just talking about. And that is, do you have a type of business where you have no choice but to trade your time and expertise for money? Because if you do, you're going to be capped. Because you only have so much time that you can trade, and you only have so much expertise that you can trade. And the problem is, you can only keep bumping your rates so high before you have totally priced yourself outside of anything realistic in your market. And remember, I'm a huge proponent of push the ceiling have the highest rates in town. Do the work that earns the highest rate. But you just simply cannot charge $1,000 an hour for work that's done in an industry you know, that caps out around $100 an hour. It's just not realistic. You're not going to find any customers. And so consider the scalability of your business. If you're trading time, let's use coaches, for example, because they're such a great, uh, great example. If you're coaching somebody one-on-one, And you go from $100 an hour to $200 an hour to $300 an hour. That's great. But are you really going to be coaching 2,000 hours a year? Remember, that would be five days a week, eight uh, eight hours per day, 50 out of 52 weeks a year. Are you really going to be legitimately coaching somebody that many hours? If you do, you're going to be burnt out and exhausted. And you're still not going to hit seven figures unless you get that rate up to $500 an hour or $1,000 an hour and you can finally cut back on some of your your hours that you're actually doing the coaching. But let's be honest, how many of you are really going to generate $1,000 an hour clients? It takes a lot of work to get to something like that. And so if that's not necessarily realistic for most of you, then you got to ask yourself, how can I change the scalability of my business? How can I scale better? Remember, this applies to whatever your business is. But we're going to stick on this coaching example. I I invite you to find yourself in this example. So maybe instead of coaching one person at a time, you start to put together coaching pods so that you're coaching four people at a time for a tiny reduction in what each person is paying, but an overall lift in what you're earning per hour. Let's take a look at the example. If normally you coach people at $100 an hour and you start creating accountability pods, where there's five people per pod and you put it together and sell it as though it's even better than one-on-one because it gets the same level of attention. Yet now you've got an accountability tribe and all these other benefits that come along with it. And instead of you charging them $100 per hour for each person, you knock it down to $80 an hour for each person. So it's more affordable. Well, you now have five people times $80 an hour that puts you at $400 an hour instead of the $100 an hour that you were earning, really doing the same action. So you just quadrupled your hourly value, your hourly income generation by questioning and changing the scalability of your business just by tweaking your model a little bit. And this goes for anything out there. If you build websites, you cannot build enough websites yourself make a million dollars a year. But you know what you can do? You can go out and generate the business, build a team of three or four people underneath you that are looking for work, but maybe they're not very good at generating business, but they do great work. And you go out and get the work, you bring it back, you set the standard, you check up on the projects, but you make make it so that it's your team that's building these sites. Now, instead of you working on one or two sites at a time, you can be working on 10 sites at a time or 20 sites at a time. If you are an In internet marketer, if you're great at digital marketing, if you build Facebook ads and funnels for people, you can only do so much by yourself. You can only work with so many clients. And the typical business model out there is, you know, you're charging five or seven or eight thousand dollars a month plus the cost of the Facebook ads for each of your clients. Or so some of you have gotten smart and you're charging a percentage of the amount of sales that are created by your Facebook ads and your Facebook funnels. But none of that will scale to a million dollars unless you start to train an apprentice and then you bring on another person and you start to train that person and you bring on another person, you start to train that person and you become nothing more than the face of the company, allowing it to scale while you go out there, get the work, you assure and check on the quality of the work to make sure that has not dipped. You train up the people and you set the culture. But the good news is, now you can take on as many projects as you want. Because every time that your team starts to get too busy, you add another teammate. And so it's the scalability of your business. It's the way you look at it. It's you looking at how you can bring in more customers and keep the quality of the work as high as you want it to be by training those up who are not good at going and getting customers, but are very good at your craft. It's that type of scalability that will take you from a six-figure earner to a seven-figure earner. Now, these three things, they seem very simple in concept, but they're very huge in execution. Changing the pace at which you work with, increasing that efficiency. That was number one. Number two, changing the type of work that's being done. Instead of being in your craft, it's delegating to people in your craft and making sure that you're not doing any of the activities that fall below your hourly worth that we talked about. And number three, addressing the scalability of your business. Are you working one-on-one with people in whatever it is that you do? Or are you bringing in supporting team members to do the bulk majority of the work while you go out there and be the face of the company and, and ensure the quality remains the same? The pace, the type of work that's being done, and the scalability... Addressing those three things is what's going to take you from a six-figure earner to a seven-figure earner. If you found value in this, please do me a favor, share it with somebody who you know wants to go from a six-figure earner to a seven-figure earner. Because when we all step up our game, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, don't forget to go check out The Money Principles and you can find it at thetruthaboutmoney.com. Thetruthaboutmoney.com. The money principles is the course that should be priced at one or two or $3,000. Matter of fact, I'll have a lot of peers in the financial mindset field that are very disappointed at how I price this course because it has undercut all of their courses and gives better information, more actionable information on what to do with your finances and how to think with your finances for just a fraction. Of what everybody else is charging. And here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get $50 off the price that is already an absolute bargain by simply using the code MONEY at checkout. So go check it out at TheTruthAboutMoney.com. It is the best financial course on the market in my opinion. The TheTruthAboutMoney.com. And don't forget to use coupon code MONEY to get $50 off as my thank you to you for being a listener.